because marriage, um, oh my goodness, marriage, marriage. Oh, marriage. It is one of the most important institutions that we have on the planet. Welcome to the Eileen Marks Podcast, with the heart to engage with women on the reality of life, the good, the bad, and the not-so-flattering. Eileen will explore all things women, discussing issues all women face with truth, reality, and rawness. Eileen will cover topics like marriage, parenting, emotions, health, and spirituality. Join Eileen and special guests as they explore the God-given influence women have in the world. You're struggling and somebody confronts you, you may be angry at them, but listen, when it's done in love, the impact moment may shock you, but what you want is the outcome, to be free, to be the best you possible. And sometimes you have to hear the hard things. Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Well, hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Victor Mark's show. Uh, my lovely co-host today is none other than my bride, Eileen Marks. <sighs> what? Did I hear Queen Eileen? Is Queen Eileen. Hey, what are you doing, Scout? Oh, Those of you can't see Scouts yes. in the studio. And, uh, oh, blood plots. He was going to uh, recognize you too, Scout. Yeah. Said Queen, she jumped up. Right. So, what are we talking about today? I have no idea, but I see your little notebook. You got notes. I do. And let me just say this. Yes. For those of you who don't know, this woman is the most disciplined daily devotion gal. I get up. Um, I normally wake up before you, but then you get up. Out of bed, sometimes I give you a little back massage and get you going. And all of a sudden, boom, you're out. You bring me coffee in bed mm-hmm. without fail every morning. And then you go in the living room. You have your little couch. And you open the Word with your notebook. And you sp- what? why do you do that so regularly? Because I actually love reading and spending time with the Word. I actually look forward to it. <laughs> I know. I it, Don't you think that people, most people don't understand how rich that time is if you spend mm-hmm. just time with him, whether reading, mm-hmm. reading is good, taking notes, journaling, or, you know, listening to the Bible. I'm, I, I love turning on my app. Mm-hmm. I got a pray.com app. And... Um, I would say I love listening to the Word. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, for me, so many things that we go through, so many um, obstacles that we go through in our day, it's like if I don't spend time with the Lord, I 
I lose my compass sometimes. I lose my peace. And I don't like that feeling. Neither I don't do lo- I. I know you don't. I don't like <laughs> me when I'm not in God's word, when I'm not hearing his voice. Um, I don't like you when you don't either. <laughs> it makes a difference. <laughs> Let's just talk for each other. No, it's true. I, I remember years ago the difference it made um, when you really, without fail, would spend time with the Lord. And that's... You know, people want relief from pain, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of times they're not willing to do what it takes. Right. You know, and we we see it. We see it in marriages, but we see it in young people, old yeah. people. It's like, hey, they come to us by virtue of social media or emails mm-hmm. or in public or whatever, and it's they're at a point of pain, and. I love asking people, do you spend time in God's Word? Yeah. I mean, okay, you're struggling with a certain sin. It's beseeched you. I get it. Mm-hmm. Are you spending time with the Lord? And I like asking the question, how many times a week do you actually spend time with the Lord? And you know me, pretty direct. Right. And the person goes, oh, uh, I'm like, hey, that's where you have to start. I, you, know? you know, there has been a scripture that has really been... Um, a bedrock to me, and it's in Isaiah 26.3 that says, He will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him because he trusts him. And I have found that even early in our marriage when things were just going so chaotic, I because would... Because of you. Right. Of course, it was because of me. It. Right. You, and when I was just out of completely control. spinning out of control, oh my I gosh. would find peace you, because I would spend time with him. Yeah. And it's like that's available for everybody. You know, I mean, I I just think it's like we're here. We're here on this earth, and we have a f- heavenly father who's watching over everything. He knows what's going to happen today, tomorrow, all of our life. And why not get the perspective of him who knows everything yeah. instead of trying to navigate it by yourself. Well, you know, the number one thing that we hear and I hear is, you know, time, time. And you know what time. absolutely crushed that excuse? It's social media. Right. If exactly. You, if you get analytics on your phone of the amount of time you're spending with your face on that screen, you'll realize you can carve out 10 Oh, 15 minutes. Easy. Yeah. Without, I, without even realizing yeah, you just spent yeah. that much time. How many of us, I raised both hands, you know, I've spent time on social media and gone, oh my gosh, did I just spend 45 minutes? Yeah. Two hours? Now, granted, for me, it's part of my responsibility and workload, um, but still, mm-hmm. you just go, ugh, what a waste of time. Kind of like watching TV. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times you finish what? Now, we're kind of strange because we don't have cable. We don't do the TV like that. Uh, we're select on what we mm-hmm. watch. We don't watch commercials. We we refuse to allow uh, our minds to, space. To be programmed. Yeah, yeah, no way. And then we're very select on who we watch with news. Mm-hmm. Down to the individuals. Mm-hmm. I think... I think a good source, like a podcast you and I both like for relevant current news as related to our nation and, you know, 
leadership mm -hmm. is Charlie. Yep. Charlie, Charlie Kirk. Kirk. Yep. If you're not listening to Charlie Kirk, go to charliekirk.com. Mm -hmm. Sign up for his podcast. It's free. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, he's cutting edge every day. Just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. It's been it's been really good. It's it's refreshing. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, are we talking about it? What's in your little book right there? Well, one of my favorite things to talk about, Victor, is marriage. Because marriage, um, oh my goodness, marriage, marriage. Oh, marriage. It is one of the most important institutions that we have on the planet. Why do you say that? Because it's the first one that God created. Right. And it has it has become such a great target. I mean, you yeah, and I yeah. both come from large families. Yeah. And when you say large. Well, you have how many kids in your six? Well, six in my immediate, and then a step, and then a half, you know, you, so Minus, eight. right. So Subtract the nine or... Mm -hmm. And but eight, yeah, eight if I had to count on one. Everyone. everyone. Well, I actually have eight full. There's eight full. Yes. Um, there's four boys channel. and four girls. So half, Catholics. So half of us have made it in marriage. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, Victor, I think that as we wow. tell people, you know, marriage wow. is hard. We know it. It's challenging. But who ever said it was supposed to be easy? Well, no one. And no, and no one talks about, you know what, marriage is going to be challenging to a young couple. This is going to be challenging. You're going to face things that you ha had no idea you're going to face. Okay. You don't know what's around the corner. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on what you said, half of those in your family. Half, half of my siblings. Right. Uh, mine, none of them did. You're the only one in your family who has not that, been divorced. Right. Now, granted, thank God that... People can remarry and find yes. love, but but I'm I'm only one that met, married, yeah, has stayed married. Although we've been separated twice, yes, both times. Your you fault. Were wrong, and, but I don't think we're uh, keeping record here. No, no. But I'm glad you recognize your issues. That, yes, <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> but uh, something that we did different. Because you know you have to say how how can how, why is it working for y'all? Christ was the center. Yes. The Bible's the basis for what we live. And then you and I chose not to sleep together. That's right. We had had relationships before that proved to us it was an emptiness and uh, a synthetic relationship, not real intimacy at all. And then we said, well, let's let's do this God's way. Remember, we were so young. We were young yeah. Christians. We were young. And uh, we're just like, well, yeah, we're not, we can. I mean, my gosh, but we're not. Right. We wanted to. Right. But we wouldn't. I mean, we short had, engagement. It was a very how short was it? Three months. Three months, and we we're married. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Uh, attraction is good. Uh, it's it's normal. It's great. Um, and God has designed it that way. Uh, but I will say this. Make sure that you honor him in the way that he designed mm -hmm. to be. It's like rich soil that grows beautiful, whatever, from flowers to fruit to rich soil. You wouldn't want to take that out of the field, bring it into your home, and right. dump it right in the middle of the living room. So God has a plan and a way. And marriage, 
man, we're here to promote marriage. And uh, we, we feel bad for those of you that have not had great experiences mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, maybe got married for the wrong reasons, uh, pressure, you didn't love the person, or you were trying to escape from someone else. But I'm telling you, marriage is honorable in the sight of the Lord. Well, it is. And one of the things I want to talk about, you know, we have a marriage course online. And how, how, how do people go to it? Because we'll forget. It's, okay, it's victormarks.com forward slash marriage. But here's one thing that we built our marriage on, and this is so important for marriage, and it's on trust. And, you know, Victor, even though we went through so, so many hard times, we had that formula, we had that foundation of trust. We trusted one another. There are times we didn't like each other, but we trusted one another and we trusted God to get us through our hard times. <clears throat> and, you know, I think, I think we were 12 years into our marriage. I started memorizing Proverbs uh, 31. And in verse 10, it talks about who can find a virtuous wife for her mm. worth is far above rubies. But this is what got me. And it says the heart of her husband oh, yeah. safely trusts her. So he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. So Victor, wow. it took me 12 years yeah. to even figure out really what that meant well, as your wife. All right, well, let's talk about that. Let's unpack that, as mm -hmm. they say. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the uh, greatest candidate for you to follow that formula <clears throat> because... Um, you know, I, many challenges. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things I learned as a kid and was told uh, was not to trust a woman because she'll only use you and get rid of you. Mm -hmm. That was literally the only counsel that I got from my uh, mom, who at the time, you know, gosh, she was struggling with alcohol and poor choices. And I think, God, her life has been redeemed. She's an amazing Amazing woman who, mm -hmm. um, you know, God has got a hold of. But I came into our relationship, things started popping up, and I, I did not make it easy for you to follow that scripture. So why did you still follow it? Well, it's funny because I had read this scripture a lot, but it wasn't until we actually went on our three-month tour as a family. Oh, so three months confined to a van with our three children. <laughs> traveling around. Traveling around. Uh, we really, we, we, I mean, we were trusting the Lord yeah. because we said, we're going to do this. We're not going to take um, a ton cards. of resources. Yep. So that was, that was a really uh, a trust step for us. But I think when I started realizing what this scripture really meant, I heard this quote, and it says, I am the emotional caretaker of my husband because I care for him in the home. He can care for a nation. <laughs> Honey, why, why are you getting so... I'm not. It's allergies. <laughs> <clears throat> so We need a better filtration so, listen, in this dang studio. So because I care for him in the home, he can care for a nation. Nancy Reagan said that. Nancy Reagan showed the power she had 
to her husband, who was an incredible president. So by her living that out, I this scripture became alive to me, and I realized how much influence I have, how much potential I have in my life to make your life better. Yeah. You know, uh, my eyes started leaking there because, you know, it's the flood of memories of going, man, where were we in our 12th year compared to now? Yeah. We're, this will be 34 years in December. And, I mean, how many people counseled you to leave me? Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't have stayed married to me. Yeah. I never cheated, but, man, I you know, I was a mayor of Crazyville for a while there. Uh, I was, for those who don't know, I was diagnosed bipolar to ultra-rapid cycler. Um, and I was on meds, tons of meds. They were trying to get me stable from Depakote, Tepikine, Prozac, Zoloft, Lithium, Buspar. Uh, I'd, I'd be going to the VA. Mm-hmm. Or, I remember. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And times I didn't want to take my meds, and I was out of control. And you know what? It's uh, But you have the faith to say, I'm, I'm married to this man. Mm-hmm. Remember when our movie came out? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the premiere, it was, we premiered in California. Yep. Red carpet, pretty mm-hmm. big deal. Pretty cool. But a lady came up to you after watching it, yeah. and she was upset. Remember what she asked you? I do. She said, how can you stay married to him? Yeah, and I'm standing right there. There's lights and cameras, and there's people everywhere. Yeah, because it was being shown again and again. We sold it out. Yeah, yeah, it was, and and uh, it was amazing. I remember what you said to her because I was like, I know, right? But you just looked at her and you said, because he's my husband. And you didn't say it with a deep voice like that, because that would have been, that would have been <laughs> scared you. and odd. Yeah, he's my husband. That's why. Right. You want to catch these hands? Today girl? that would be very Back appropriate. Off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, there are a lot of you gals out there married to, you know, guys struggling and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you, no one can give you the best advice apart from the Lord. Yeah. You know. But I'm telling you, I thank God that you stuck it out. And divorce was never in our contract, was it? No. No, we came in to our marriage with no back door. So we weren't saying, well, if this doesn't work out or if you make me mad or if I don't like you, I'm out of here. So that was the commitment that we made. Yeah. And neither one of us knew what we were oh, going my. into. No. But you know what? Who does? Yeah. Nobody knows what really is going to unfold in every single Okay, well, let me ask you this. Uh, and just the caveat on that, divorce was never an option. Right. Murder, maybe, but... That's what Ruth Bell Graham Yeah, said. yeah, we got that from the Grams. But you, uh, with, I mean, with everything that we, we went through, uh, would you tell young women... Uh, don't give up. Oh, I've, it's I've, worth the fight. Of course, I would. Now, you know what? Sometimes uh, there are issues like, you know, abuse from a childhood. 
PTSD, all these things complicate a marriage. Yeah. And there's, there's never... There's never an excuse for abuse. There's never excuse for abuse. Never. And I and absolutely. So if there's abuse happening, then no, you remove yourself, you make yourself in a safe situation and your children, and then you figure out what is going on. This is not normal, this is not healthy, and we're not going to continue like this. So Victor, I remember when I gave you an ultimatum. Yeah. When things got really crazy. Yeah. I in in my mind I knew I'm not going to divorce you Victor but if you do not get help I'm going to take our children all five of our children right. and we're going to go move out right. and that is what you needed to kind of yeah. realize I, that you're not doing. I that. was so mad but I knew it was the right thing and I would say to husbands or guys listening you can be single if you're struggling. And somebody confronts you, you may be angry at them, but listen, mm-hmm. when it's done in love, it, the impact moment may shock you, but what you want is the outcome, to be free, mm-hmm. to be the best you possible. And sometimes you have to hear the hard things, and it sucks. There's no other way around it. But thank goodness. And actually, in our film, you can watch it online right now, it's on YouTube or our website. It's just called the Victor Marks Story. Mm-hmm. It's in 15 languages on YouTube. Uh, and our the doctor that I went and saw for counseling, Dr. Harlise McDonald, mm-hmm. she's featured in there because yeah. it's a documentary film. But it's, I mean, if it wasn't for that and me seeing her, I would not, not only would I not be well today, but I was not been able to do everything that God had in store for us. Yeah. Because I was, you know, uh, He knew you gotta you gotta get healed up first in some areas. And when I say healed up, healed up from my past. And um, for those of you who don't know, you know, I was I was abused as a kid and suffered uh, trauma at a level that the professionals call torture. So it did mess with my head, and then. You know, later in life, having to, we were reaching kids, so I had to, you know, that's what I was faced with, hearing their stories again. Mm-hmm. And even to just yesterday, I got home yesterday, uh, I, we did a two-man mission to Southeast Asia to help um, in the recovery and rescue of a girl who was brutally raped and stabbed. She's really just turned 15, a little girl. Mm-hmm. And then to solidify the capture of the bad guy. And um, we are so thankful for all of you that prayed because mm-hmm. uh, he's both very, he's very captured. I mean, he's actually in a prison. And uh, I went to see him. Uh, and we, we tried to work it for me to spend. All I needed was five minutes with him. And they ran my passport and did that check on me. And they said, no, sir, you cannot go in a room with them mm-hmm. by yourself. And we even tried to use the almighty dollar, the currency, to make that happen. But they they did they said they couldn't risk it, and uh, and it was probably better because, you know, I mean it's not that bad. Would have made him chew his finger off or something. Well, let me ask you a question because yeah. when we were at that point of giving you an ultimatum, did you trust me? 
I did. It, it, it was it was a type of trust where I felt like I was jumping out of a plane. Mm. You're the only one that had the parachute, mm. one on your back and one in your hands, and you're saying, "We're gonna jump. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to you on the way down." That's what it felt like. I was so mad, but I knew you loved me. I never doubted your love for me, and 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 actually more important. Your love for God. Because I would be like, she loves the Lord so much. She loves me. She loves our children. Ugh, I'm going to do this. So I remember, I mean, I remember mm-hmm. going, okay, so help me. You've mm-hmm. got that parachute. Three, two, one, red light on. Mm-hmm. Go, 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 go. And we did it. And thank goodness. Because here we are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So... So for those women who may be married to somebody who um, you know things are not healthy, things are not going the way they should be going, and uh, because there's just chaos, there's out of order, uh, and you may find yourself in this situation, before you even present an ultimatum like I did to you, I think checking your heart, making sure that your motivation is right, and if there's anything that has jeopardizes the trust that your husband needs in you, that needs to be fixed first. Because really, Victor, oh, if you said you weren't going to do it, yeah. that would have changed the trajectory of our marriage. Oh, my goodness. But because you did have that trust in me, and Victor, I, that, I treasure that trust. Hmm. That trust... Um, is something it's it's not fabricated it can't be manufactured we had had a couple of decades of marriage at that time right so yeah, yeah. it's the, the trust issue is so important it's, and it's interesting because it says that the husband safely trusts the wife there's nowhere that says the wife trusts the husband but we need to trust the husband we yeah. need in fact today i think so many women have been lied to our culture has done such a disservice. And of course, the men in our culture, they're not standing up. So women are standing up, they're taking the reins, they're having to to be the protector, the provider, the defender. And that makes a woman not trust the position that men are supposed to be in. Right. Well, and I would tell men out there, you know, look, it's important for your wife to trust you. We, you know, we, we've had challenges in our life where there are some things you withheld from me yep. because I would have, as you said, you would have killed them. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, but I mean, what else? You're like, no, yeah, honey. And you used wisdom. Uh, it was just an offense of somewhere, dude. Yeah. But you know, I think, and well, what's beautiful is after all those years and you told me the offense, I was able to confront the guy, right. put him in his place, yep. and have him apologize for, for being rude. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I was in a good place before. I would have, yeah, and the enemy would have won. So guys, mm-hmm. you know, trust is important. And last thing I'll say to ladies, let your man run. Don't keep them in the corral. Keep that door open. You do that, mm-hmm. it 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 makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Trust him to make mistakes. Pray for him that God will redeem the mistakes. I'm talking about it, it could be anything, disciplining your kids, a job, whatever. 
Trust him. Uh, don't try to control him. Controlling, you know, a thoroughbred, a wild stallion is not. It's not good in anybody's book. Let let the Lord do the work in his heart. Love him, of course. Show boundaries, just like he did for me. But that'll make the big difference. You guys, we're gonna pray for you. If there's anybody struggling out there, we just believe right now that God can and will. So, Lord, for those listening or watching. Please be with those in their time of need. You're the one that knows what's going on. I pray, God, healing, just that bomb of healing. And I pray that peace would fill their home, would fill their hearts. I pray, God, that you would restore what the enemy is trying to destroy. Mm -hmm. And, Lord, I pray that you'd open both their eyes, both their eyes, to the working of the enemy who hates marriage. Father, we pray for our single brothers and sisters, God. May they find contentment in you because a spouse isn't really doesn't complete them. It's, it's only you. But God, may they not be hasty. May they not compromise uh, themselves physically, sexually, or emotionally. And Lord, I pray that you'd bless our single brothers and sisters out there. And finally, Lord, we pray for uh, those that their spouse has gone on to heaven. We pray that you just give them a special love and your felt presence to comfort them, Lord, in everything from, Lord, when they get in their car to when they climb into their bed, when they're sitting on the couch watching TV and their best friend's not there anymore. We pray that you just show them that they're just a little bit ahead of us. We're preparing a place for them. So we love you. And we thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Honey, thanks for sharing that scripture. You guys subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Go to victormarks.com forward slash show. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And if you would like to find out more about what we do, go to victormarks.com, sign up for our newsletter. We'll send it to you in your inbox every single day. Thing. Minute. We send out 60 emails an hour. That's not uh, true. We send you a weekly email. With keep you the unsubscribe button. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, the, you know, we have over 100,000 people on our email list wow. over 20 years, which is, we thank God for y'all. It's, it's, it's amazing. All right. We love y'all. Take care. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do it for the glory of God. I go get it done. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work Eileen is doing around the world with her husband, Victor, at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.